Hey gang! Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. I'm back. Ooh, yeah, mine was... uh, August 13th, 2005, I left professional wrestling. August 20th, 2021, I'm back. It's great. Dude, we'll talk about that later. That was that was a moment. That was a moment. It's a moment I have a little bit of regret. Oh, that's right. That I didn't just go for it. But what are you going to do? I mean, I had enough going against me that I was... <laughs> I, I don't feel bad about it, but it's one of those things where... There's not that many moments where you look back and you're like, that was a really big moment. Yeah, true. Anyways. We'll see him this week. Yes, we will. As we sit down to record, it is August 25th, 2021. And on this day in pro wrestling history, 1984, the Road Warriors defeat the Crusher and Baron Von Raschke. For the AWA World Tag Team title in Las Vegas, Nevada, Hawk and Animal would hold the belts for over a year, dominating the tag team scene in the AWA. Nice. We need to go to Crusher Fest. When is that? I think October. Then we definitely need to go to Crusher Fest. September's booking up quick, but uh, you you start sneaking into October, I'm going to start sneaking over to Crusher Fest. All right. Decru- I still never have seen the statue. In I haven't either. God, we live in this ridiculous. damn state. We call ourselves pro wrestling fans. <laughs> <laughs> 1991, Sting defeats Steve Austin in a tournament final for the WCW US heavyweight title in Atlanta, Georgia. The title had been vacated when Lex Luger won the WCW world title. I like that concept. And there are promotions that still do that to this day. You know, if you... Uh, if you're holding a mid a mid belt, like yeah. say the the Intercontinental title, sure. If you win the world title, you have to like give up the lesser the lesser of the two. And right. I kind of like that because it usually puts a tournament out there or something like that. But yeah, um, isn't there a title? Okay, so there's a the TV title I think in NWA. Mm-hmm. I believe if you have like six or seven consecutive defenses. They make you give it up? No. You can trade the belt for a shot at the world title. Oh, that's cool. But if you lose... You don't have the TV title anymore. Correct. Gotcha. I like that. I do, too. I, I think there was something like that with Impact, too. I'm, I'm not an Impact-watching guy. Yeah, I feel like there is, too. I fr- uh, it might be the, something the X could, Division one, maybe. Or maybe you trade, you trade it in. It in and it, yeah, I think you're right. Did they have a title called King of the Mountain? I thought I heard... Um, or is that a, that was the match. Oh, okay. So it's not a, like a championship. Yeah. It's God, it was weird. I put you on the spot here. I know you're, you've watched more TNA than I have, but you're still not like well versed in it by any means. It's almost like a reverse ladder match. Like you start with the belt and you got to hang it up and then there's like penalty boxes and shit. It's, it's a funky one. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, bro, bro, listen, you start with the belt. You like hockey? There's a hook. <laughs> the hook is 20 feet in the air, bro. Oh, man. 1995, two cold Scorpio. We'll be seeing him in a couple weeks. Yeah. Defeated Eddie Guerrero 
Won't be seeing him in a couple weeks. For the ECW television title in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, ending Guerrero's second reign with the title and beginning Scorpio's record-setting third reign with that title. Hmm. He would go on to win it a fourth time as well, beating Mikey Whipwreck five months later. Uh, 2002. The WWF held their SummerSlam pay-per-view at Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. That must be one of those weird things, because I always thought Nassau Coliseum was in Long Island, but it's probably like just to the outskirts of it or something like that. Yeah, an outlier. It's like, uh, well, people that aren't from around here aren't going to know this reference, but like Alpine Valley's in East Troy, and people will call that... Milwaukee, yeah. Chicago, <laughs> All kinds of stuff, depending yeah. on the entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, a couple highlights from this show. Rob Van Dam defeated Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental title. Nice. Shawn Michaels defeated Triple H in an unsanctioned match. Do you remember that at all? I think I did see that at one point. I watched it this week. Did you? It's uh, like a street fight, right? Yes. Yes. Unsanctioned. There's no rules. So basically, right. yes. But I mean... Oh, does Sean come out wearing cowboy boots? Yes. yes. Jeans? Yes. <laughs> Wife beater with a uh, Bible phrase on it? Yes. Okay. Um, Triple H comes out in straight up gear, though, like regular gear. Good. Um, Just because it's a street fight, kids, doesn't mean you have to wear jeans. No, but I like it. I, I'm fine with it, but to me, I mean, if they had those, like the jeans they have like now, or they like there's a little give to them, but like back in the day when I seen those guys like... Bulldog had run there for oh, a while. Oh, yeah, we're in the I'm jeans. like, it just looks uncomfortable. I yeah, don't know. for sure. Um, but no, that match was bananas. And it was like a half an hour. And this was Sean's first match back for four years. Yes. Um, he had taken that bump onto the casket at like the 98 Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, and was never the same. He wrestled after that. I think his last match was dropping the title to Austin at like Mania 14. Mm-hmm. But then he's gone. Yeah. And there was some speculation because all his buddies are over at WCW. And there was there was some thought that maybe Sean's milking it. You know, he'd been known to milk an injury or two in the past. Sure. And um, it was it, there was a thought that maybe he just wanted to get cut so that he could go join his buddies. Hmm. And Jim Ross basically on his podcast said, you know what? Uh, that wasn't going to happen. And Conrad goes, wait a minute. You paid Shawn Michaels for four years to sit on the couch just to keep him away from the competition. And he's like, yep, that's what we basically. Yes, that's what we wanted to do. He was under contract to us. Oh, wow. he couldn't work. His downside was a million a year or something like that. Damn. And we paid it for four years just to keep him from turning Going over there. Going over there. Oh, shit. Insane. But this was his match back, and and everybody was wondering, you know, did he still have it? Mm -hmm. And this is around the time I stopped watching. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a little fuzzy on if I actually saw it or not. Probably didn't. So I booted it up earlier in the week when I had a little time, and, man, it was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, it it was really fun. And I I remember it vaguely, but you said it was hazy. I don't know if I just stumbled into it down the road or, you know, after I stopped or if I did watch it at that time for some reason, they're I don't both know. bleeding. Um, ha- the, the, the sledgehammer comes out and triple H, you know how he always just like puts the old hand over it and like, boom, hits yeah. the guy in the gut with no, they're at the end of the match. Sean wins it with like a roll up. Okay. Sean reverses a pedigree and then kind of does like the Owen Hart, like not a victory roll, but you know what I'm saying? Like the little handstand yes. over the legs. Yes. Gets the one, two, three. 
and Triple H is furious. He'd already used the, 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 the sledgehammer earlier in the match, and he, like, kicks Sean in the gut, and Sean, like, falls forward. And Trips takes that fucking sledgehammer just like you, just like you would if you were really trying to really? hurt someone, and just boom! This <laughs> late, and I think it was probably a gimmicked sledgehammer. It didn't quite look real, but sure. Still, it's, yeah, he never goes that way. No, no. <laughs> um, you know they're best buds. So they trust each other. I'm sure, but man, they were they were having it out in that match. Nice. Um, also, Brock Lesnar beat The Rock to win his first WWE undisputed championship and that's just a few few short months after he gets in the company yeah that was fast like he debuts in may i think and here we are in august and he's the champ yeah the youngest champ in the history i believe that's right 2011 grantland.com bill simmons espn subsite published a major expose on tna star rick flair painting him as a real life version of randy the ram who was recently evicted from his home for non-payment of rent, continues to wrestle because he needs the money despite suffering from alcoholic cardiomyopathy. Oh my God, I pronounced that word. Uh, word. The article covers a number of legal and personal problems for Flair who declined to be interviewed for the story, including Flair using the NWA title belt for collateral for different loans, non-payment of taxes throughout the entire 1980s, the lawsuit filed against him for allegedly flashing his genitals to flight attendants and physical abuse to several of his ex-wives and much, much more. You could read the whole article if you wanted to. It was a lot. And Grantland, I think, is now a defunct website, but that was a big deal for a while there because Bill Simmons was kind of like the wild card at ESPN. So they didn't quite want to put his stories up on ESPN proper. So he just kind of had his own shit going on okay. and it was like the wild west of sports stories and it was fun. Yeah. While it lasted. What was the name of it? Grantland. Grant, never heard of it. No. Mm-mm. Oh God. It was, it was big there for a while. Like right around this time, you know, okay. um, I'm like cruising around listening to Jim Rome on the AM radio. Yeah. You're getting a lot of this, this <laughs> talk. Like I can put myself right there, man. Nice. Uh, same day. The WWE opened its second international offices that year, this time in Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, As of right now, in 2021, the office in Turkey no longer exists. But take a shot. How many offices, like they have their home base in Stamford, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. How many other offices do you think the WWE has? In the world? Yes. Ten. You're probably right on. Okay. Uh, They have New York. Los Angeles, Orlando, Dubai, London, Mexico City, Mumbai, Munich, Germany, Shanghai, Singapore, and Tokyo. 11. That's a lot. Dude. That is a lot. So, like, Vince McMahon could fire up the jet and just go to any of these places right now, and, like, he has an office there, I, I right. presume. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think, like, that one in, like, Mumbai hasn't... It's, has, hasn't been used in three years, but they keep it pristine. Like Vince Just could show case. up anytime. Boss man might show up and pop in. Oh my God. That's a lot, man. <laughs> that is. It's a, it's I'm like, world wrestling entertainment indeed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, birthdays. Let's see how you do. I only have one living. Smiley Kylie Ray. 25. 29. Hmm. Crash Holly. How old would Crash Holly have been? Crash Holly passed away in 2003 of a drug overdose. Okay. 
Which seems like you would have been just on TV like a year prior. prior. Um, Let's go. He would be today. He would be 50. Exactly. Nice. Passed away in 03, man. That's that's like 18 years ago. That's nuts. Ivan Koloff passed away in, in 2017 of liver cancer. Okay. But how old would Ivan have been today? 80. 79. You did really good. Okay. Really, really, really good. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. You like tennis, Adam? Nope. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For the next two weeks, Monday Night Raw was preempted by U.S. Open Tennis. Mm. Instead, they did run a live show on the USA Network called Friday Night's Main Event. Uh, These shows were never uploaded to the network, so they sure as fuck are not on Peacock. Right. Uh, But I do have results for this week, which was in Chicago at the Rosemont Horizon. Oh, nice. Uh, it would have been the eight twenty nine ninety seven episode, okay. and I had people trying to help me out. I went to the uh, the cesspool that is Reddit to try to figure this out, and people are just like, "Dude, it's never been on there." Yeah. So then I had to go to a website where a guy just basically broke it all down. Like you could, in your head, you could kind of see it, and he's just like laying. Like it's one of those guys that does like a live report for a wrestling. Yes. Like, all right, here we are back from you know whatever. And, He's cranking it on his computer in 1997, probably, or whatever. Right, it's, right. It's insane, but I'm this glad he did it. kick and then went down for a one-two count. Crowd hot here now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're not going to be doing that. Oh, they always put in their own little quips, too, which I hate. Yeah. You know, it's so stupid. <laughs> um, but I will give you some results just so that we can kind of keep the, uh, you know, the story going. Um. To open the show, I guess HBK brought the same mangled up chair to the ring that he used on The Undertaker, because that's how we went off the air last week. Yeah, the blood splattered one. Yes, and he cuts a pretty good promo on The Taker. Um, After that, Vader defeated WWF champion Bret Hart by DQ after Owen and Davey Boy hit the ring to attack Vader. Uh, Patriot came in to make the save to help Vader. Remember, he helped Vader last week. So I believe Vince yeah. hopped in the ring and he's like, what's going on with you and Vader? And he's just like, I'll hop in the ring to save any man that's being unfairly beaten or something like that. Yeah. It made sense. <laughs> uh, after that, Goldust squashed Salvatore Sincere in three minutes. I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Uh, I guess Brian Pillman was yelling at Goldust from the stage throughout the match. <laughs> the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Dude Love defeated Rockabilly. With the double arm DDT. Haven't heard that name in a little while either. Yeah, uh, Jim too. Ross then asks the uh, about the upcoming tag title defense at Ground Zero. And Dude says that they will defend the titles as a team or forfeit. The Dude does not stand alone was his exact words. Okay. So we know where this is going then. Yep. I know exactly where it's going. I watched <laughs> Ground Zero not that long ago, to be honest. Like a year. Remember, oh, I yeah, went through a whole 97 right? pay-per-views. That's yeah. right. That's right. And I, some things, I'm, you know, I wasn't like paying close, close attention, but I remember this. Um, Road Warrior Hawk defeated the British Bulldog by DQ. Farouk and Rocky Mayavia defeated Chains and Crush by DQ after Los Bariquas attacked the bikers. Of course. So we have four matches so far. Three of them ended in DQ. A lot of fuckery. (laughs) You're not even joking. (laughs) Uh, Next up, a match I really would have liked to have seen. 
Taka Michinoku defeated Jerry Lynn Ooh. in four and a half minutes with a Michinoku driver. And this would be Jerry Lynn's debut in the WWE, uh, but he would not be signed. No. Instead, ECW scooped him up right after this on September 20th. He makes his debut for those guys. Wow. Went on to be awesome there. Yeah, he's yeah. still uh, helping those AEW boys. He's a trainer or an agent or whatever they're calling him over there. That's right. And then a main event anywhere in the world, Adam. Sniper and Recon with the Truth Commission, defeated the Headbangers. <laughs> Forgot about the Truth Commission. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen those guys in a few weeks either. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're there. But- and that <laughs> that was it. That was the show. We will have the results for next week for the September 7th show, just to kind of keep the ball rolling as we get to In Your House Ground Zero, because I think the next actual Raw that is on the network is the day after Ground Zero. Okay. So we would be, like, completely lost if we didn't at least pull up these results. Yeah. (laughs) You know? This is very strange. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right, into the darkness news. Okay, PWTs, they had another limited edition micro brawler that dropped on Monday. It was the queen of extreme, Francine, current uh, Impact Wrestling star. Did you hear about that? Yeah, They're doing tag this, team, right? Yeah, with Brian Myers, who just loves Franny. Yeah, he's a big ECW yes. guy, right? I think that's, that's fun. so funny, yes. Nice. Uh, but anyways, there was only 300 available the site was crashing like crazy. Uh, it was kind of twofold for me. I, I missed it. Full out, I missed it. Twice from what I thought, because I thought it was one of those noon 11 central things. Oh. So when I hopped on at like 11.10, I was like, oh, I missed it. They're not even on the site. And then I started getting emails at like, you know, 12.03 or whatever. Like, hey, get it now or whatever. So I hopped on there. And I got as far as like PayPal, the PayPal screen, redirected to pro wrestling tees. And then it was like the site went down. Yeah. And you said the same happened to you. Yeah. I didn't even get to the PayPal thing. Then it kept doing the, you know, the time hourglass dealie. Then I went to the desktop. Yeah. I was, I was down here on my phone and the desktop. Dude, Yeah. Then the desktop said we're, yeah, we have to fix our site or whatever. And then I went back to my phone like an hour later and I'm like, Oh, it's still going. So I just refreshed and it said it was in my cart and I'd hit PayPal and snagged one. You did? You got an email? A confirmation? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Proud of you. Um, yeah, I was, I was kind of bummed, but whatever. Um, we'll get you one. I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm willing to pay above what I would have paid retail for it. You know what I mean? Like, Right. No, it's I'm not saying. one of those. It's not my guy or my gal in sure. this scenario, so I'm not too worried about it. I just feel like we'll we'll stumble into it or something, and it'll work out. Possibly. WWE is partnering with MLB, Major League Baseball, to offer some team-specific championship titles. Did you see those? I saw, like, the title. I didn't see any of the actual belts or anything. So it's just the WWE championship, and the only thing that changes is the side plates. Oh, sure. The side plates have, like, your MLB team logo on That's it. fun. It's still cool. I yeah. I didn't see what the price point was. I know that they're going to start selling them in September. 
pro I would guess, you know, in the four or $500 range, something like that. But it's pretty, it's actually fucking genius for WWE because they just are going to keep producing the same belts they're producing now. But just those because little they plates. Have, yeah. yeah, pop it off. So in, in, in retrospect, then why wouldn't you just sell the side plates? Right. It, well, you know then I mean? you can't charge 500 bucks. And I you have guess. To get the whole thing. I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think more people would spend $100 on a, a pair of side plates. Then we'll buy the whole belt, you know, for five. But that's just me. Right. Though. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Zombie Sailor Toys. They showed off some concept art for another figure in the Heels and Faces line. The Deathmatch King. Matt Cardona is uh, going to be joining the the Heels and Faces. So he'll be the first one to have two figures. Right. And this is in his, like, white and purple gear that he won the GCW title. Okay. Um, at the homecoming show. Yep. Very cool. I think that's I think that's pretty fun. He's doing like the L I. He's holding up the L I where the I is the middle finger. So yes. he's got like this going on. I think that's brilliant. Um <laughs> the heels and faces line, man, it keeps getting better and better. We saw that grayscale Bundy last week or whatever. Yeah. This week we saw the grayscale sculpt of one, one man, man gang. gang. Yeah. Very cool, man. Those those things are awesome. He is trucking right along, isn't he? I mean, you gotta strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, and that's true. people were clamoring for these retros, and Chella Toys beat them to the punch with that Aldous figure, and I think the Ethan Page is already out too. Okay, um, and then they started signing guys, kind of right alongside him signing guys, but you know they they've had their stuff out, and we've seen it, and and I think it's gotten better. Blue, the their meanie and Josh Sheernoff is out too. Oh um, right, but I think when these zombie figures hit. They're gonna. It's gonna be next level. Yeah, like, these things look so cool. Um, what else? Oh, on Saturday, Ringside Collectibles showed some unrivaled eight images. We saw Chuck Taylor, Trent, and uh, Chris Statlander, and they they oh. all look really really good. Trent comes with like the jacket. Chucky e. T comes with the vest. Stat and these are still kind of like renders. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what stage this is because it's not grayscale. It's not just a drawing. <sighs> I don't know. It's like between the drawing and then like you seeing like prototype images. Okay. I don't know, but they, they all look really good. And I, th- I think that'll be a good, a good addition to collections. Cause that's, you know, first time in the line. Yeah. For all of those guys, it's gotta be Kristen's first figure. Trent's had some when he was in WWE or at least one or two. Chuck Taylor might've been, ha- might've had one of those like legends of wrestling, those figure toy company. Yeah. Those things suck. I don't yeah, know if you've ever seen one I of those. I have seen them. They look weird. Ugh, they gotta be garbage. Um, new arrivals up until today. I had nothing. I contemplated going on a target run last night just to like, <laughs> just to have something. Well, I, you know, I, I hit our target <laughs> up uh, every few days and, and I can't find anything that I need. Uh, but I was going to trek a little little further and see if I could score. I'm trying to still score these Macho Mans and that Scott, Scott Hall. Hall. And I don't need the Bam Bam, but if I see it, I'm going to grab it because okay. at least that's maybe some trade bait or something like that. Yeah. Also, as soon as this, I'm starting to see the, the Elite 86, I believe, SummerSlam wave is hitting some stores. I've only seen it at Walmart so far. I did pick up another Kama Mustafa, or I'm sorry, Kama. I always want to say Mustafa, uh, but I, I found him at, I don't know, one of the stores around here. So I, I mean, why wouldn't you pick it up for 15 bucks? And, um, but the, that same 
that same series, the 86 Elite, which is the SummerSlam set, if you can find it at Target, they have the Colonel Mustafa oh, okay. packed in. It's a Target exclusive. So gotcha. I got my eyes open for that at Target as well as those legends. So pretty much I'm not really looking for much at Walmart right now. Uh, always got my eye out for, you know, AEW chases and stuff right. like that. I always but check for those. Yeah, too. it's like if you're not going to not grab one of those if you see it, even right. if it's Riho, I mean, I'm yeah. grabbing that thing. Yes. Um, so I, are we, they doing back to, sorry, back to like the figures. I, I thought I read something about them doing a Mattel reveal or something with Johnny Gargano, like 28th of August. Um, something like that. Possibly Johnny yeah. Gargano was just on that, on that one that they did earlier in the month or you know the so would that be maybe some of those retros or maybe an update on the stuff they showed from the con thing maybe? possibly i'll okay. look into that because gotcha. i i really don't know what you're talking about there's got to be maybe a toy fair or something like that coming up um but what did you get oh i got a um so i got three the, the ecw micro brawlers yep so it's sandman rvd and sabu mm-hmm. uh did not get to chase rvd um, also, I also got a pro wrestling crate box that came. I did not get to chase. Micro Don't Brawler. tell me. I won't. That was the only thing I, I checked on. Um, I mean, I obviously saw a shirt or whatever, but, uh, and then there was a envelope from a PO box in California and I'm like, the hell is this? And I opened it up and there was a air freshener for we watch wrestling podcast yeah and two tickets to rampage hells yeah so we got our uh that's awesome sweet tickets from i forgot Mr. that he said it was, yeah I, th- I forgot he said it was gonna be physical tickets so yeah, i love awesome. that so we're in we are in um so yeah i got the pro wrestling crates and i got two sets of these brawlers sweet and i mean i pulled these in the doorstep or you know an hour before you walked in so i was like i'll just i'll bust out the knife and we'll just do it live pal awesome i hope you get a chance um is it a good brawler? <laughs> uh, you'll see. All right. I'm just going to set this aside. All right. T-shirt number one. Uh, John Moxley, bloody. That's the one I saw. And it's on a black shirt. Okay. But at the same time, purveyor of violence looks pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It's not a bad shirt. The next. Ooh, we get a poem from Lanny Poffo written out on a little stationery. <laughs> <clears throat> the genius knows pro wrestling tees is seldom just shooting the breeze. They're taking the locks off their mystery box unless someone misplaces the keys. Yep. And is that a facsimile? That's a fast. That's not a real autograph on there, I don't believe. That'd be kind of funny if it was, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. The other shirt is, oh, it's a genius Lanny Poffo shirt. There we so. go. That makes That's sense. That's pretty cool. I like that. It's rad. Um, I can tell you right now, I do not have a Chase Brawler. Not in this, but I have another box. Okay. Um, but Lex Luger in yes. his USA gear. So you're telling me that the Chase is probably the narcissist gear? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, or, he's, or maybe all dope. black. He wouldn't do all black. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, the pin's cool. It's a two-pack of Nasty Boys. Oh, nice. Two, two, both knobs and sags. Yeah, because we were debating, like, they're probably not going to do Nasty Boys because they already did those <laughs> brawlers, unless they put them in a different color. A Brutus the Barber Beefcake Grooming Kit. Oh, I'm going to have to get that to Brian, man. <laughs> a uh, Critical Botch comic book. Critical Botch number one. I don't know anything about Critical Botch. Yeah, we were saying that there was a because there's gonna be exclusive item from Critical Botch and it could be like Colt or it could be it was a bunch of guys. Is it all of them? Yeah, oh, it looks like it's all of them. I think they're all yeah, they're characters. all represented in there. Gotcha. Uh, and then the signed eight by ten, 
is the most professional wrestler, Adam. Oh, Ryan really? Myers. Yes, that's a Sweet. good one. That is good. It's a very good one. Um, so bear with me here because I'm just going to pop open this other crate and see if I got a chase. Oh, yeah. I want to see what it looks like. Be All curious right. to see if it is the narcissist and the it's white gear. It's got to be, right? Like, it's I would gotta think be. so. Well, they don't usually use different um, molds, so it would be kind of weird. I would want, like, tassels and stuff, but I'll take what I could get. Sure. All right. Popping this open. Here we go. Here we go. Nope. Uh, Negative. Red, um, white, and blue. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it says, yeah, there's 250 chase variants, and there's also chase variants of the lapel pins. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't get that either, so no chase for me in this one. I'll have to check. I forgot about the pins. I'll let you know if I got the chase pin by chance. I wonder what that is. Um, let's bust open this ECW. ECW. Should, uh, oh, so I have a shot at a chase in here too, right? Yes. Have you seen the RVD chase? No. <laughs> I haven't. I hope I see it right now. Oh, me too. I definitely don't see it with this first one. Definitely not. Is it um, like... It's still pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. It would say chase right on it. Yeah, that's right. I didn't get it with the second one either. Damn. What does the chase look like? Uh, he, I think he's in like white gear, but, or maybe it's. Maybe green gear, and then his eyes are bloodshot to shit. Oh, <laughs> we got to find that. <laughs> uh, Sabu looking very cool. That's a nice figure. Yeah, I like I, the Sandman's good, too. I think they did pretty cool. Sandman's got to come with Singapore cane, right? Yes. Yeah. And he's bloody, I think. Yes. Yeah. And a cigarette in the mouth and a beer can. Yeah. That is great. Trifecta. That is really good. That Dang it. Sandman. I wish I would have got a chaser. That's why I bought an extra set too. Once they 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 always hook me. It's like if I have an extra shot at a chase, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop that for because I feel like especially these ones you'll you'll at least get your money back. You might not, as we're seeing now, like with that Vader Mastodon one and stuff. You're not gonna yes. earn off of it, right? But are you gonna get your what you put into it plus shipping? Absolutely. Yeah, you'll get that. Um, yeah, that's all I got for new arrivals. Hopefully. Who knows, man? Sky's the limit by the time we record next week. We're got a lot of traveling to do. Well, actually, our main travel is going to come the following week, but right. we'll get into that uh, at the end of the show. We'll kind of lay it out there. Um, you got anything on the way or anything? I don't think I really do. No, just old micro brawlers that, you know. Come, yes, come New Jack whatever. shipped. New Jack, that's right. So we should have that okay. by the time. There uh, we go. And then yeah, maybe some AEW merch. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? All right. <laughs> It's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, baby. Even though you thought it was coming, you didn't know it was coming. No. I, did, I, I kept saying, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. And when I saw it, but I... But where was your meter? Like, it, you were still like, you were still that even keeled that day? Yeah. 50-50. Really? Yeah. I was past that. Because then, then I started thinking, even if he doesn't come out, maybe they do a promo or a little 
a, a teaser trailer That's what I or thought. you know what I mean? That is the one thing that kept me that in Chicago traffic um, from hopping in my car. Like I was texting you throughout the day because I don't know if they released more tickets or what, but what first got me going was somebody in the groups like, Hey, if there's any, um, when I used to say the group, I generally mean the major wrestling figure podcast group. Cause it's just a, a really awesome group of people on Facebook. Yeah. Um, somebody on there is like, uh, you know, he had like a 100 level ticket and he's like, if anybody's in the Chicago area, uh, I can transfer this via ticket app, master app or whatever, mm-hmm. 50 bucks. Oh, and I'm uh, like, Phew. I text my wife and I'm like, uh, I'm thinking about, but I saw that he posted like five hours ago, but nobody commented on it. Hmm. Um, I text my wife and I'm just like, I'm thinking about hopping in the car after work and just going. Cause I, th- I really do think punk's going to show up and she's like. And I go, if I didn't already have, if I wasn't already going to Rampage ne- or uh, Dynamite next week, yeah, and then like ICW Milwaukee on Sunday, I would go to this. And she goes, you should go. And I was like, fuck, that's not what I, <laughs> like, I kind of curse you for being a supportive wife. Right. <laughs> I was kind of like, I was kind of hoping she'd be on my side a little bit with that because right. Lord knows I didn't need any extra shoving to go. But, um, so I was like, well. You know what I'll do? I will message the guy. And like I said, five hours ago, he posted that. I'll message that guy. Those That ticket will be gone. And then I won't have any regrets. You know what I mean? I'll be like, oh, it wasn't in the cards kind of thing, you know? Okay. I messaged that guy and an hour goes by. This is like noon, one o'clock. And I would have to leave. I would have to hop in my car about 430. Yeah. To get to that show, you know, without having to really hustle. Yeah. You know, it, I Googled it, Adam. It was an hour and 58 minutes from where I was to the United Center. With traffic? Well, they take traffic into account at the sure. time that you look it up. Sure. But that traffic would have gotten right. worse, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but with that being said, usually around that time, traffic going into the city is a lot better than the traffic coming out of the city. True. So either way, it was going to be a two hour, you know, a little over two hour drive. And, um, he never got back to me, but that got my wheels spinning. And I'm like, well, let me just see what's up there on, you know, StubHub or whatever. And they must have, uh, like, opened up a block of seats because I could get pretty, pretty good. Like, I could get decent seats for 15 bucks. Yeah, I think they only, they uh, released 300 the day of. Did they? Yeah. And like, it just seemed like some of them were below face. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. But I had read an interview with Tony Khan. That morning, which which got me like the wheels turning even more because he said something he was asked about. Basically, he was asked point blank if CM Punk was going to show up at this Chicago first dance show. Mm-hmm. And he he wouldn't confirm nor deny. And he's basically saying uh, in his words, it's not verba- verbatim. I don't have him in front of me, but it was, you know, there's a lot of excitement build up for this. Mm-hmm. And I have no intentions of letting anyone down. That was his quote. And I was like, whew. Are, I was like, I feel, strong words, Mr. Khan. I feel like, I feel like it's going to happen, dude. And I'm like texting you. I'm like, Hey man, you want to go? And you're like, Oh, I have to help, uh, Ashley babysit. And I was like, have to is a strong word because I know, I know how much those kids, that kid is small yet. Those kids nap a lot. Like, um, but I got that is what, that is what happened too. <laughs> I know people think, okay, a baby, a new baby. 
new babies sleep 85% of the time. Yeah. And then they eat 10% of the time and they yeah. cry about 5%. It's not that bad. Right. Six months from now, they're Different a little story. more of a handful, but, <laughs> but right now it's quite easy to, to, you know, watch a baby. Um, but no, so I'm, I'm kicking it back and forth. Do I do it? Do I not do it? Should I buy these tickets? If I decide to in two hours, I'll go. If I don't, I'm only out 15 bucks. Like it boiled down to like travel and the fact that I had to cover somebody else's shift at work the next day. So I was going to have to be doing my job and hers, which, in, which included coming in early, an hour early, doing the books, getting right. a lot of stuff that needed to be done before the store could even open kind of thing. And I was like, I can't, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So I sat down here in the basement and I had my six year old daughter, Jana with me and Maverick, who my, he's my four year old. He loves Claims to love CM Punk, but really he just loves his action figure. And I've shown him a couple matches or whatever. Sure. Um, but Jana actually is starting to kind of get into wrestling. So she's down here with me and, you know, the show opens, it goes to Jim Ross and Excalibur and Taz, and they're talking for a couple, couple seconds. And then they just like the shot that they, they like kind of pan back with the camera a little bit and like showed the entryway and stuff like that. And things just got quiet for a second on the commentary front the yes. fans were going bananas yes um and i was like it's about to happen right now like they're not gonna go this whole show and have like cm punk chance fuck with everybody's matches and this and that i go it's about to go down right now and that's then, when i turned on right when they because i never saw excalibur and jr or nothing so no. as soon as i turned it, it was 901 i think or you know in 10 seconds or something and yeah it was just that crowd chanting the CM Punk. And I was like, okay. And then, and yeah, then I may hear it. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. And I heard that Tony Khan came out to address the audience beforehand, really? uh, but I don't know what was said. I didn't read into it, but they had, I mean, those, you saw the pro wrestling Teagues guys front row and they already had the flags up and they yeah. were wearing the shirt. The like, like, you know, I didn't see that until he came out in the cut. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I think they had it. I I think Ryan Barkin probably had a box sitting right there. And as soon as that music hits, he's probably handing out shirts to his boys. And the whole crew is there yeah. holding up that flag that they printed. I guess they sold over 800 of those flags just this week alone and over 10,000 CM Punk shirts. Jesus. Crazy, dude. But, man, it was awesome. I mean, he came down to one hell of a pop. Yeah. You got to see, like, uh, you know, it's not his sister by blood, but she was definitely front row for that Money in the Bank show. Oh, okay. He came and gave her a big hug. Yep. And just just made his way around the ring, was, you know, high-fiving all the fans. Jumped in the crowd. Yes. It was so cool, man. And, like, him getting in there and talking about – um you know, the tears in his eyes when he left Ring of Honor in 2005 because he knew that that what he was about to embark on really wasn't what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, if you're a professional wrestler, your end game should be to make enough money where you can live comfortably. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. he did that. The big leagues or league. But at the same time, you're trading in your happiness for wealth. Yep. And, um, but he stuck with that long enough. He got paid and then he got the fuck out of there. And he did say something along the lines of like, um, 
you know, to, in order to get himself healthy, you, you know, both physically and mentally, he needed to get away from the place that was making him sick in the first place. Right. And I was like, it really, Great line. what can you say to that? Yeah. Like, cause there's a lot of people I know that are like, fuck that guy. He walked away from the fans. He walked, you know, I said it a few weeks ago. He doesn't owe you anything. We owe him a thanks just for, you know, the show that he's put on for us for years and years and years. I credit him with bringing me back to wrestling, even though that's not what it's, it's not what got me to come back. Um, I've told it before here on the show that the I caught wind of uh, the fact that Edge was retiring the day after Mania. Okay. That is why I actually tuned in to Raw for the first time in nine years. Yeah. Um, but the CM Punk thing happens three months later, and I do credit that for staying with it. For and, sure. and for opening up to being like, yeah, I like this stuff. Like right. I would have never worn a wrestling shirt in public. I would have never, Yeah, I wasn't that guy. I mean, seventh grade, I did write a book report on Razor Ramon winning the um, intercontinental title. And like, it was all kayfabe. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> and I got like a C on it. I can remember to this day, I wrote something about he won an, uh, a 20 man battle Royal or something like that. on raw. And it was circled in red pen. It said like, I don't even know what this is or something like that. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what the fuck? It doesn't matter if you know no, what this is. you put is. the time in know. too. And you did, yeah, you put your heart into that but uh, yeah, so, essay. <laughs> that was an essay, yeah. It wasn't a shit book. on it. They sure fuckers. did. Um, but no, like in my high school years and stuff, I was still watching, but I wasn't, you know, out. Right. Um, and closet, now I have no problem fan. with it. I, you know, and I don't get into it with people that say it's bullshit. I'll tell you what. We had a fantasy football draft here on Sunday. Yeah. When NXT TakeOver was going on. Yeah. And there was a couple people that were kind of poo-pooing it, mainly our buddy Jamie. Uh, he's like, oh, this is, you know, he would say whatever. Oh, it looked like it hurt so bad or yeah. something. Like, you know, oh, he kicked out. Oh. Well, then that Ilya Dragunov match comes up. Yeah. Which we'll get into in a minute. And um, I happen to have that 8 by 10 of Walter just like chopping the fuck out of somebody. I don't even know who it is. Um, and his chest is just completely like rippled. Like yes. somebody took the perfect shot and I was like, look at this and just tell me that, that like that you can do that to a man's body and that doesn't hurt. Right. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that shut him up a little bit and I, I don't know. I don't even, he was getting into it my, by the end. He was. Yeah. And that's to, not to say like, that's not my crusade. If you're no, I have no intentions. If you want to poo poo it, go ahead. I have no intentions to change you. I just want you to like, don't watch it. If you don't like it, I don't know, but yeah. I guess we were watching it. So he had no choice, but right. I, I, a little respect would be nice. And we turned off his 49ers preseason game to do so. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> well, football's fake. <laughs> uh, but anyways, what else happened on rampage? It was a pretty decent show. Oh, it was the, um. Oh, it was uh. What's her Jurassic name? Express defeated Private Party. Yeah, so they get to go on to do. They're in a tag tournament or something. Yeah, so they face the win. They face another tag team, and then the winners of that get bucks in a cage at all out. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly right. Jade Cargill. Yes, that's the other one. Squash Kira Hogan. Who I like, but she was an impact gal up until recently. I haven't yes. seen much of her. Yeah. Um, and then John Moxley choked out Daniel Garcia in the main event, and that was a pretty fun match to watch. It I was like that Daniel Garcia. I do too. The more I see of him, because he's a bad guy, but he wrestles with like such a technical style 
that I can just dream match him and Daniel Bryan Ooh, in my head right now. Yeah, that'd be legit. Both them, their styles would just mesh so good. And if he can keep that, just I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. But I'll almost like a Zack Sabre Jr. Yes. I'm a pompous so piece of shit. Technical. But I will twist your arm nine ways from Sunday. That's right. And you'll be you'll be screaming my name if I want you to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um AEW Dynamite. I was gonna say Go you ahead. could you could tell that um so the majority the rest of the matches they I think they had to cut short because that, that punk segment went like twenty five minutes or something. Yes, think, and it's an 20. hour show. Yeah. I Jurassic Express still got a decent amount of time. Yes. But when you got to the main event, they had like seven minutes yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, so. it was quickie. It was fine. No, it was fine. Didn't take away overall. You could just tell, you know. Yep. Jade Cargo, that was going to be a pretty much a squash no matter what, I think. Yeah. She wasn't going to have a big uh, competitive match. minute match or Kira. something, right? I don't even know if she's ready to have that, to be 100% honest with you, but... AEW Dynamite, we saw 2.0 versus Sting and Darby, which was a hell of an opener. Oh, that was fun. Dude, they keep going. Like, don't miss the first match. Don't miss the last match. I've said it a million times. That's right. You might get some bullshit filler in between somewhere, but uh, you do not want to miss that opener. And I was like, dude, how crazy is it? Six weeks ago, these guys are on NXT television every week in a stupid segment, and they're Ever-Rise, and they just have, like, these coffee cups, and they're supposedly have uh i mean maybe they have a youtube show or something but they weren't they promoting do. it uh d- yeah they started like nxt's twitter or wwe started to like at the very end dude because they did that on their own and saw that they're getting views so they're like you know let us oh let yeah let's put that on our uh our twitter then and then they got cut and, and they because cut. the nxt no compete is only 30 days yeah I wish it was shorter. We might be seeing. No, actually, Adam Cole does not have a non-compete right now. He doesn't. No, because his his contract already lapsed. Oh. He was on a handshake agreement. We could see him at all out. Holy shit! Yeah, and I think you might. Yeah, I could see that. I That's definitely, awesome. Did you? Uh, we'll get into it later. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, Sammy Guevara proposed to his girlfriend in the ring before the show. Oh, I yeah. guess uh, Houston's his hometown. Uh, he then defeated Sean Spears later in the night. And that was a pretty good match, too. Bucks defeated Jurassic Express to retain the titles. And I was like, well, that's weird. Because then two nights later on Rampage, Jurassic Express won the match against Private Party to put them in the finals of a tag tournament. Yeah. I was like, that's just, I guess you're kind of lacking in the tag team division. It didn't seem like it at first, but it does seem like it now. You have SCU that they've broken up. True. Um, I know it's not a great tag team, but Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela were a tag team for a while. That's um, true. And, well, and there, there's a lot. They're just on dark. Well, that's just it. And they're just, yeah. There's not ready or something. Or And then I heard that that uh, Max Caster basically got canceled or whatever. And All right. I don't think he works there anymore. That was the acclaimed? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was selling his gear. <laughs> I saw oh, it. Oh, was yeah. he? Oh, boy. He was like, I don't think I'm going to need these for a while or something like that. I, yeah, it's, it sucks. What else? Um, Thunder Rosa beat Penelope Ford. Okay match, but it, it was just off. I don't know if it was like a styles clash or what, but it seemed like those two were not on the same page. Yeah, they didn't mesh. And I, I, I'm not going to put it on Rosa because she's obviously awesome. Yes, she is. Um, so Penelope's going to have to eat it for that one. Um, the main event was the fifth labor of Jericho. 
Jericho could not have his Judas entrance music, nor could he use the Judas effect in the ring. And Max got the win, made him submit to the salt of the earth armbar. After, after he hit Chris with the Judas effect, yes, which was beautiful. That was great. Very strange booking, though, when you really think about it. Like, he went through all of this just to lose in the end. Like I kind of like it because I didn't expect it. I, I didn't guess. expect it either. So I was like, oh, all right. But I also expected us to actually have five labors of Jericho before he got to right. Max. Like, that... I thought he would go through the five and like, oh, you get your shot, and then he's gonna lose. Yeah, that's that made more sense to me than 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 Max being the last labor, if you will. And then I mean, it's stupid, but that's the way I think it would have been booked better. Right. Yeah, I, I wonder if and Jericho's like match, but just gonna be doing the Fozzie thing. Has for Jericho a bit. ever beat MJF? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Unless I think that's it's just been- constantly been the thorn in his side. Yeah, I don't think straight up. Like you I know, think they've wrestled like three times straight up, and okay. I think MJF's gotten every one. I of them. think you're right. Like not counting, you know, the stadium stampede no. or like blood and guts or no. whatever. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. It was, it was fine. It was a, it was a good show. I like, I liked, I liked MJF winning it. I mean, I think that made sense. I just think it should have been that whole five labors thing should have been booked a little bit differently. Yeah, I agree. But it was still fun. Adam, you were over for SummerSlam. We're not going to talk about Paul White. Oh, oh, Paul White's uh, going to take on QT Marshall at All Out. All right, moving on. If that's on. not a pre-show <laughs> match, I don't know what is. <laughs> Choke slam one, two, three. I don't know. Let's start the show. <laughs> oh boy, that's a main event anywhere in the world. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, SummerSlam. SummerSlam this bussy. <laughs> <laughs> We should have done that in Sign of the Times. We should have still done a Sign of the Times. Yes. I've seen Summer that. Slam this bussy. The shirt's on Etsy. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course it is. Mm-mm-mm. You should get that before GCW weekend. <laughs> uh, no, I think, like, oh, it's weird. Overall, I had a pretty good time watching the show. RK Bro won the tag titles over Omos and Styles. That was fun. That was very fun. Damian Priest won the U.S. title from Sheamus. The Usos retained over the Mysterios. Charlotte Flair wins the women's, the the Raw women's title. Yeah. Yeah. Over Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley in the the triple threat. Pinning Nikki, no, making Nikki Ash submit to the figure eight. That's right. So Charlotte's a million time uh, world champion. (laughs) Um, Becky Lynch returns. So the whole thing, I guess this is. I guess the garbage train was rolling all week about they're hyping this match between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks is an anti-vaxxer. Oh. And I guess, like, I don't know if it was, like, the torch or, or what, but they were like, Sasha Banks is not going to be at the stadium wrestling this show. No like, They're shit. not going to let her do that. Wow. And so he thinks that they had to pull the Becky card because they'd basically false advertise for two weeks, which they kind of got backed into a corner because of the Bailey injury. Maybe 
Right. Like right. maybe this Bailey storyline was supposed to keep going, but then why plug in Sasha? Why wouldn't? Yeah, because I thought they were doing a pretty decent job of leading up to that stuff. Like there's I a couple too. good endings. The contract signing was fun, or it ends with Bianca on the table and eating her own hair in a chokehold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was looking forward to Sasha. Maybe and Bianca. they were like, "We'll get her to vaccinate. We'll, uh, mm. you'll be in the, you'll be in like the semi main basically at SummerSlam if you." If you do it, and Sasha's not one of those people who are going to let anybody else tell her what to do. Yeah. Well, like, we've seen boss. it before. She is yeah. the boss. <laughs> Goddamn right, Adam. That's interesting. I didn't um, know anything about but, that. But, so, Becky Lynch comes out. Well, first, Carmella comes yes. out. Which kind of made sense, because that's been, her and uh, Selena Vega have been, like... A stable, yeah, basically, with, right, with, with Sasha. Sasha. Um, and and it looks like that's going to be your SummerSlam match, but then Becky Lynch's music hits, and the crowd goes ape shit. Banana. Dude. They went banana. It was, it was like it rivaled that CM Punk pop. It really did. It was big. But then again, that was fifty thousand people compared to you know seven thousand at the. Yeah, and are they messing with the audio? Or who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Something was weird with the audio at Rampage. Like, I couldn't even hear the mute. Maybe the crowd was just that loud. I, like, couldn't hear what music he was coming out to at first. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the crowd. They were hot. They were a hot crowd. Yeah. I don't know. But Becky Lynch comes back, squashes Bianca Belair, basically just hits her with a rock bottom. Yeah, for the one, two, three. Gets the one, two, three, and, like, Everybody's pissed off about it. You've done such a good job building Bianca Belair. It's been such a good, you know, a feel-good story. Yeah. But let me spin it another way to where, like, the way that Bianca's kind of walking back and she just is kind of, like, shaking her head and she kind of has that smirk, like, motherfucker, you know? Yeah, you got Um, She didn't prepare for Becky Lynch. It was, True. Uh, she was She was basically starstruck. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. man came around. She wasn't expecting that. Very true. And you sure as hell don't expect to get hit with a rock bottom the second the bell rings. Yeah. And um, I would just, I didn't watch, well, we haven't had a SmackDown. She wasn't thinking she was going to get WrestleMania 9 here, Hogan and Yoko. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan Sheamus. Yeah. Or it's, it's happened before, guys. <laughs> right, right. People have been okay. Like, look at that Bryan situation. Right, made probably him the biggest, like eight it, months later, he was as, as big as he'd ever been. Right, very true. So, you, you know what? You'll be fine, Bianca. I have faith in you. Um, what else? Oh, Roman Reigns Cena, great match. That was so fun. Really, really good match. And then a big surprise at the end of that one too. Yeah, with the Brock Lesnar coming out with his uh, man bun. It wasn't a bun though. He yeah, had to pull back like a, a little ponytail. It's like a weird action. ponytail. You've seen the photos. You know what we're talking about. Yes. But but he came out, and the, the cool dynamic there is, you know, Roman won that match fair and square. He stood victorious in the ring, and then Brock Brock's music hits, and Paul Heyman has to make a choice, presumably. Right. Like, I think SmackDown this week is going to be appointment television because... Oh, for sure. You get the Becky thing. You yes. get the Brock thing. I'm not missing that. No. I'm not missing that at all. So yeah, overall, uh, per, you know, pretty good show. Too many matches. If that was condensed, like we didn't even talk about the Drew McIntyre Jinder Mahal match, or uh, there was a couple other ones. There's like two or three other matches that were just like that didn't even need to be on here. I agree. Um, you you trim that down a little bit. Alexa and Eva. Oh, terrible! Yeah, <laughs> terrible. You trim that down a little bit, and you had a solid show. Yes. And I think they should start doing that. Yeah, just because it's SummerSlam doesn't mean it has it has to be seven hours. No, and it wasn't super long, but I bet it was four and a half. Yeah, it was. 
And meanwhile, the next night on NXT, we got a two and a half hour show, and it was banger after banger. Yeah, straight through. And All there was good. only five matches. Right. And there was a statistic out there that, like it had been, you know, four years or five years or something like that since we had an NXT takeover without a Tommaso Ciampa or Johnny Gargano on the card. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy, but that just goes to show like you don't have to get every guy on every takeover and it's still good. Right, right. And this was supposedly, you know, oh, the, you know, NXT's dead. You know, yeah. you, you were here. You got rid this. of all these guys and now look at you. The show was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Now they did bring in a lot of the NXT UK stuff because For sure. Kaylee Ray made an appearance at the end of the Raquel Gonzalez That's the right. Kai match. Walter and uh, Ilya. Which was awesome. Like, did you? So we talked about it earlier. We were watching that while our fantasy football draft was taking place. So I wasn't able to really pay a whole lot of attention to it. But I did watch the first two matches, which was Cameron Grimes, Eli Drake. Again, it was a great match. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone back at all. No. No. Grimes won that. And then the next match was the women's championship. Also a very good match. Yeah. Um, I would say it might have been the weakest on the card, but that's not saying it was bad at all. That okay. means I'm saying that was a B plus instead of an A. Like right. that's not a bad a bad thing. Gotcha. Um and then I made sure to watch the Walter Dragonov match. And dude, if it wasn't better than that first match, it's right there. Yeah. It was that good. You owe yourself to go back and at least watch that one. Okay. Fantastic. And the fact that he got Walter to submit. Yeah. I wasn't sure. It looked to me like, because like I said, things were going on. He got, he got on Walter's back, and he was just like raining down fists That's right. on him. It we, looked like MMA style. I thought they stopped it. I thought they stopped it. Yes. Like this, like the Goldberg match the night before, which we didn't even <laughs> we talk, didn't about talk about, because that match kind of sucked. Right. <laughs> um, um, but no, he was raining those down, and then he started choking, and Walter like gave like a whimpering little tap on uh, like it. Oh. It was it was fucking good, man. And it's so weird because you see that Ilya Dragunov, he's a small man. It's, he is. Especially compared to a when Walter. Yes, when you're standing next to Walter, definitely. Uh, but, dude, it was it was really, really good. Um, so now they got to do a three, right? Sometime. I would imagine yeah. so. I would imagine so. And then we had Kyle O'Reilly beat Adam Cole in the three stages of hell match. Which was very fun, but I didn't go back and watch that. I just watched that live. Mm-hmm. And same with the Joe beating Carrying Cross for the NXT Championship. Night, night. Good night, Carrying Cross. Here's your gimp costume. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't watch Raw. I didn't watch one second of Raw, but I've seen. Um, you know, he looked like a Pulp Fiction outtake from what I saw. Yeah, it was very uh, Lord Humongous from. Road Warriors, yeah, yes. or Road War- the Road Warrior, the road, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Mad oh, Max, no. whatever. I thought he was going to lose. Actually, he ended up winning. He squashed Ricochet. I think it was. Oh God, yeah. Poor Rick, yeah. Rick O'Shea, poor Rick O'Shea. Um, <laughs> we didn't do scorecards, Adam. Are you chomping at the bit or no? I don't think I caught up, but I think I had a couple that were right. Okay, so after SummerSlam, go to ProWrestlingScorecards.com because it's very fun. Yes, agreed. um. After SummerSlam, I had a I had an all timer, dude. Okay, so they do they do these printouts that me and Adam do just amongst ourselves, but you can also enter your results digitally, and I've never done that, and it yeah. just puts you up against everybody. I scored a one sixteen out of whatever it was. Mm-hmm. 
the top dog scored 122. Wow. I would have been third place on that leaderboard. Holy shit. Because there was a 122, a 118, and then a 160. I wondered about that. It would have been really close. Nice. Um, so I, I had like an all time night and then Adam had a really, really good showing at NXT 36 and I'm not making excuses, but we filled those things out in what? Less than two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like it was during the fantasy draft. So we're like, well, should we fill these out? I'm like, yeah, we have to fill these out. We did it really quick. And one of the matches, the Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole match, mm-hmm. there was like a possibility of like 45 48 points or something like that. If you got all that, oh, right? I suppose. And you did very, very well on that one. And yeah. I only got like 21. Okay. So just say, um, okay. but I had a 33 point lead going into NXT. In the end, the weekend score, 169 to 162. Wow. With me, with me in the lead. Yeah. You got, That's beautiful. you got, I, 26, I got close. 26 more than me on that NXT card. And I was like, looking at, it, I was like, Holy, <laughs> he holy might, shit. Uh, he might have it. I'll um, take that being 35 down or whatever it was going in. Yes. It was, it was a fun one. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that weekend. If you, if you think about rampage and I didn't watch SmackDown, but, we could figure it in if you watched it. Um, Rampage, SummerSlam, TakeOver. That's about as good of a three-night stretch of wrestling yeah. as I've maybe ever seen. Yeah. It was very fun. Um, did you watch the Deathmatch Jake recommendation of the week? Yeah. It was Wrestle Kingdom 2013, Low Key versus Kota Ibushi versus Prince Devitt. And it was fun. Wrestle um, Kingdom 7? 13. 13. Uh, no. 9? No, it wasn't no. nine. It was seven, I believe. Okay. I think you might be right there. Okay. Um, yeah, because 2015 was Wrestle Kingdom nine. Where there Jeff go. Jarrett. Yes. Put it on like that was our introduction to Wrestle Kingdom, really. Right. Um, no, this match was insane. Um, Low key, which I've seen him wear like get ups like this before when he was like doing that professional gimmick. Yeah. But this is straight up Hitman cosplay. Yes. He has the barcode on the back of his head, the whole gimmick. (laughs) And you talked earlier about how uncomfortable it looks when British Bulldog was wearing jeans. How about a three piece suit? (laughs) Dude, and he didn't take that jacket off until almost the end of the match. Like, holy shit. And these guys, I don't know if they talked it over a lot going in. I have to imagine not. Because I don't know how well Ibushi's English is today, let alone, you know, eight years ago. Good point. But these guys, it was like spot after spot after spot. And you could tell they all worked on it. And it was so fast. It was so fast. I've never seen a man hit the ropes faster than low key when that match first got going. Run so hard into him. He's flying. Dude. (laughs) And there was some brutal moves done on the ramp. Yes. It was just, this is, and this is. Because I've seen some Devitt mm-hmm. in New Japan, but I saw like Bullet Club Devitt where he's coming out and he's like in a Joker cosplay right. or like Carnage or this seemed to me like this is not young boy uh, Prince Devitt, but he can't be like too far out of like the dojo and shit at this point. Like he's, I think so too. He's like white meat baby face all the way and yeah. he ends up getting the, getting the win. Over Abushi, I think he rolled him up. I don't know. He just basically got a roll up for the win after another guy was finally knocked out. Right? Yes. Uh, I love that. Um, Abushi did like the half Nelson snap 
suplex. But right then on it. Lo- yeah, right. But then Loki, po- or on one of them, he hops up and just stomps him while yes. he's like still laying down. And those stomps <laughs> are yeah. brutal. Loki stomps he's are a hard brutal. Ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a... Now, I say this with the mo- utmost respect, Mr. Key. Um, I think he's like missing a chromosome or something because he's like... Yeah, I can see he's that. He's like... St- slightly more monkey <laughs> like sure i know what you mean and i think he's just got like that ape strength or, i don't yeah. know what it is yeah he just like the way he moves it's like he's it's, like it's, he's like primate like yeah he's just gonna kill he's you he's a bad motherfucker <laughs> man i hope he doesn't listen to this i hope more people listen to this but i hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> i don't want to bump into him <laughs> what'd you say oh that was fucking cool though did you watch anything else non-stop action um no, I think that was pretty much it for me. I watched that. Like I said, I watched that um, Triple H Shawn Michaels match. That led me into watching like uh, I don't know what the series is. It's the same series on the network that they had the the uh, Untold. Untold. We watched like the two dudes with attitudes one, and I got like oh. I got halfway into it, and I was like, I have seen everything. I must have watched this one night, but it was one of those things. Those are always nice to put on while you're doing other shit. And I was yeah. like cleaning up the basement, and I like I like to just hear stuff in the background. I don't because if you put a match on, you don't really get to watch it, right? So if you put on one of those un, those documentaries or like that Untold or even a Broken Skull Sessions, which I guess the newest one with Lashley was pretty good, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. He was good on We Watch Wrestling. Um, you know, just the internet. Yeah. I, I could see that. I like that kind of shit on in the background while I'm doing other things. If I can't sit down and actually watch the show, right? that's what I like. And that was another thing about the Deathmatch Jake recommendation, um, being that this was before they were doing English commentary. Yeah. You had to watch the match. You couldn't You couldn't count on Kevin Kelly painting the picture for you. Right. But it moved so fast, you would, he wouldn't have been able to do that very well if it wasn't English. Oh, it was <laughs> awesome. That was a very good recommendation. When he first said that, I was like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, and then the, the length of the match is perfect. Yes. It's like it was 17 awesome. minutes or something. It was awesome. It was perfect. I shouldn't say that I, that I thought that. When he first said, we're going to Japan, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> then he mentions the participants, and I was in. Yeah, and I didn't know that, uh, you know, that the three-wave is so rare over there. Yeah, if you think about it, they don't. But yeah, that's maybe perfect. they do it more now than they used to. But they still don't do it a whole no, lot now. You don't see that very much. So much fun stuff coming up um, this week. We got AEW in Milwaukee tonight. As you're listening to that's this, right? Phil Walkie. Phil, I saw that he put that. Yeah, Phil Walkie. That's pretty funny. Um, we got the ICW Milwaukee Insane Eight Deathmatch Tournament this Sunday. My oh. sister Sarah is going to be joining us for both of these shows. She's only been to like one wrestling show in her life, and yeah. it's going to be awesome. What a spectrum she's going to go <laughs> yes. through this next couple of days. Yes. What I did see some um, clips of the Wicked F and Wrestling because um, this is Corpse. It was. Yeah. And I, I think it ended up turning into a tag team match. Probably. The Revolting Blob was there. Nice. We have revolting blob masks. Yeah, that's that's what what I awesome. If we would have just had them in the glove box or something, <laughs> yeah. uh, that would have fun. Um, yeah, that was. I I would go to another one of those shows. But I think there's I'll, one more at the end of September or something. Nope. Let's do it. <laughs> let's just do it. Um, I do have the round one matchups for the Insane Eight. You want to hear it? Yeah. Um, now all of these matches will have stipulations uh, that should be announced here in the next day or so. Okay. 
And just because I said that right now, I'll probably stop recording and they'll be announced. So give me two seconds and I'm just going to pull this up and see if they have been announced. And that way I know that we're good. Yeah, he hasn't posted the uh, he hasn't posted the stipulations. But okay. round one, you are going to see Akira versus Alex Cologne. I've never seen Akira. I don't believe. I don't think uh, I the Death Warrior or something like that. He's he's got quite a following. I think he's a Texas guy. Okay, um, Alex Cologne. Oh yeah, that guy's won the Tournament of Survival three years in a row. For GCW, so you know he's oh no gosh. fucking motherfucker. No stranger um, danger. Jeff King, who's an older guy, I haven't seen him either, uh, versus Schlack. That dude's huge. That guy's a fucking monster. I pick, I sent a picture to Adam and my sister today of Schlack just eating a light to him. <laughs> like, you guys ready for Sunday? <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Um, what else we got? Oh, Mickey Knuckles versus Neil Diamond Cutter. And then Ice Pick Vic Capri versus Oren Vite. Yes. And that's your first round. And I've never been to an Insane 8, so I don't know what to tell you, but I'm hoping it's tournament style all the way, and I think it's going to be. Uh, the other way they could possibly do it is the winners all do a fatal four-way at the end. And that's end. what they did the last one, right? Yes, but yeah. that wasn't the Insane That's eight, true. So this is a different. This is a whole different ball of wax. Yes. Speaking of or wax, dysfunctional be there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they're actually doing a double header too. They're doing a show before that. I saw the flyer, Mr. Drake Daniels. You goddamn right, Drake Daniels is going to be there. Um, so yeah, we'll probably, I don't know, we'll probably make our way there for that. It's a Sunday. I don't have anything else going on. I think we should be there for that double header. Was that your plan? Um, no, but I don't think I'm now not camping up north. So we'll be back Saturday night now. So well, then you're golden. Yeah. We'll be leaving. We'll be leaving. Uh, you know, three o'clock ish. It's fine. Maybe two thirty ish. That'd be fine with me. I don't know. We're gonna see some shit. Yeah, we are. I'm excited for it. And then the following weekend is the big Labor Day weekend in Chicago. We'll have all kinds of stuff to talk about then. And I did tell Jake, I'm like, um, I have to cool it on the recommendation for the next couple of weeks, just because there's just so much going on. For sure. But we'll be but back. We'll be back. We'll be recommending matches to him. Oh my god. Gonna be fun, man. I Two can't cup wait. stuff. <laughs> Three cups. Three cups stuff. <laughs> Big gay brunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the show. Hey, if you like what we're doing, check us out on the social medias at Dorkside OTR. And just the biggest thing you can do, subscribe to the show and tell somebody else that you think might be into it to give us a whirl. I mean, there's a million wrestling podcasts out there. I get it. I do think we're better than half of them. So, yeah. Tell your buds, man, please. Give it, give it. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.